The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret recurring subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com slash bonus and use the promo code MANHOR. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to all the plumper girls, girly queers, and queer KGB officers. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, everyone? How you doing? Welcome to the show. Uh, I am your host, comedian Billy Presida. This is a podcast, if you're new, uh, where I typically talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. Uh, However, this week's special guest is not... One of my former flames, although I have seen her tits kind of, I think, I think I was told I had to look away. Look, I've watched her pee, I guess. Uh, Rosa Escandone, everyone, you know her, you love her. Hashtag Rosa is hot. She is on the show this week, and I cannot wait to share her with y'all in a bit. But first, I want to share my uh, co-host for this week, everybody. I've got on the wonderful, the beautiful the very cuddly Alexis Allure. Say hello, Alexis. Hey guys, it's Alexis Allure. How are you doing? Alexis, what 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 would you say your profession is? Uh BBW porn star. Oh, wait, you do the porns. Yeah. You do? <laughs> no. That's all I do all day. I, main job, main thing. It's I not had, a side hustle. I had anymore. no Oh, anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I like that how like in porn that it really is. There are women doing porn as a side hustle the same way there are people doing comedy as a side yeah, hustle. Yeah, there is. It's crazy. The, Especially these days when you can like do your own thing, you know? The overlap is a little insane to me. Um, but would you care to read some show dates with me? Show dates? I would love to read some show dates with you. All right. Why don't you start with uh, Los Angeles, November 4th. What do we got? Uh, you should know this one. I can't. You, sorry. It's a live show. <laughs> <laughs> so in LA, we're doing a live show November fourth, live uh, live recording of the Manhor podcast. Uh huh. I'm gonna be on stage with not one, not two, but oh my god, what am I doing to myself? Three women who made the mistake of making out with me. Honestly, I think one of them I made the mistake of hooking up with them. The other two, yeah, we'll the, find the, out. We'll we're fi- gonna find out on November fourth in LA. Might get contentious. Okay, there's still time to get your tickets. You go to manhorpod.com/slash tickets uh the show is in hollywood at the sycamore tavern and there's free parking i still am to, i'm told i have to stress free parking everyone how you doing uh again go get your tickets right now it's cheaper when you buy them online at manhorpod.com slash tickets connecticut uh november 10th i'm gonna be at mohegan sun at comics on the 4 p.m. show, because, you know, dick jokes belong in the afternoon when the sun is up. And lastly, New York City, November 18th, I'm doing a uh, roast battle at Comedy Fight Club down at Lucky Jack's. That is a free show. You can watch me get insulted uh, for free by a fellow comedian. But Alex, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, is the shameless self-promotion time or what? Well, it just tells like, uh, you know, you do BBW porn. How yeah. long you been doing that? Uh, like five years. It's really fun. And 
Uh, I have my own website now, thealexisallure.com, mm-hmm. but uh, I also do some paid shoots and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. She's got this like uh, really fun, this like strong blue hair, all these hot piercings and tattoos, and these gorgeous big old titties. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've uh, <laughs> I've been watching your porn a bit over the last few months. Just son that's about so me. flattering. Yeah, uh, something about going over to your Twitter and just be like, "Has she posted any new pictures?" Because uh, I need my Alexis fix. Because <laughs> well, I added you to my websites, so and I can check it out. I know. I'm very excited to check those videos out. Uh, yeah, you just have this such a cute face. That mm, fucking thank you. Ugh, so I never fun. think that my friends look at my porn, but then they tell me they totally do. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do that. Even if it's like a supportive thing, like when I watch a fellow comic do like late night on like, you know, Conan. Yeah. uh, You know, a porn friend. I'll watch your new thing. (laughs) So those are always fun. Um, That's very sweet of you. (laughs) So we met. uh, You want to tell them how we met? Oh, yeah. We met because I was like stalking slash fangirling you on Twitter. And then you showed up at AVN last year. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're at AVN. We're at AVN. We should hang out. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. I went over to like this like BBW collective booth. Oh yeah, the BBW collection. Yeah. Dot com. Uh, yeah, and you were like the you were like the tiny one in the BBW collective. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> me and a fellow performer went to a BBW bash the other day, which isn't necessarily porn, but it's a whole lot of sexy fat girls. And he was like, "You looked so small. <laughs> You're the smallest one." In comparison. In comparison. Yeah, I don't, also this conversation that's thinking back to AVN is just getting me all sorts of hard. Uh, yeah, that was that was really fun hanging out with you, showing me around a little bit of Vegas, and uh, here I am at Vegas on a really long layover, and uh, you know thought I'd pop you on mic, get some help reading some emails. You want to read some emails with me? Sure. Let's read some emails, everyone. All right. Uh, I was look. I'm one of my favorite things to do is get your emails. Waking up to those brightens up my day. And uh, there were a lot of wonderful, beautiful responses to my episode last week with Hillary. Did you listen to last week's episode yet? I did not. It's okay. I'm behind. It's a sad one. Oh. But like, it's like beautifully sad, one of those. Where yeah, like, yeah. She's so brave. Um, no, but there was like a, a lot of strong visceral reactions to talks about depression and dating and uh, antidepressants and, and suicide. And I appreciate everyone who like reached out and shared how that episode touched you. Uh, I got this first one from Shauna. Uh, she write. Uh, do you want to read this one? Sure. Uh, Billy, hope your first day on the other coast is fantastic. I have two separate comments today. I just listened to the Hillary episode and I feel very enlightened. I consider myself extremely blessed to have never battled with mental illness and I found Hillary to be incredibly raw and honest and I very much appreciate her openness. I felt like... Uh, no, that's my own voice. I felt like... <laughs> I felt it was the best understanding I've ever been given into what it is like to live with mental illness. Great episode. Three exclamation points. Mm -hmm. Second comment, a bit behind. My Patreon shout out uh, made me smile. You're right. I am a pretty fun girl. Happy Thursday, Shauna. Thanks, Shauna. Yeah. Uh, I got one more email from that regards last week's episode this one made me happy this was a happy one uh it makes me feel like oh i'm saying shit into the universe and people listen uh do you want to read this one with the subject line thank you yeah thanks for the kick in the ass i needed to vote i got my ballot in the mail and i'm actually voting i wasn't going to vote but your compelling intro made me think twice you're right new listener afton yeah voting Hashtag voting is sexy, everybody. 
Afton, I'm so glad about it. I hope you're voting the right way as well. Because uh, really, in this present day and age, there is only one right way to. I can't wait for the day to come that there isn't a clear, defined right way to vote. But right now, there is, and this is how you got to do it. Afton, good fucking job. You've been trying to get the people to go out to vote, haven't you? I haven't. I get so hyped when I hear people tell me that it actually worked. Yeah. But I'll do things like post a pic of my tits on Twitter and be like, hey, now that I have your attention, go to vote.org. <laughs> it's a very sly way to do it. But look, we got to get them out no, there. I saw my friend do an even slyer way. Yeah. She posted a fake news story and the link said it was like, uh, Kim and Kanye are finally divorcing. And when you click on the link to read the garbage article, it's vote.org. Uh-huh. I've seen that too. Uh, I saw a similar one. So like- slick. Yeah, I saw one was like Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Just like people, uh, I just love that they're using clickbait titles, meaningless news stories that we shouldn't give a shit about. And then, (laughs) you know, it takes you somewhere that matters. Um, I love it. It 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 enrages me when people care so much about like a Kim Kanye and not about things that are affecting people with different skin colors than them. My sis, my baby sister Kelly, we like her. She's not a bad person, but she. We were at breakfast the other day, and she said just what I think encapsulates white privilege. We're, we're sitting at the table, and the topic of Flint, Michigan comes up because, hey, reminder to everyone, Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean water. Hi. And I brought it up, and my family was like shocked. We're like, what do you mean? How How is this a problem? And I was like, well, you know, because they're black people, mostly black people. America doesn't care about black people, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, my baby sister, Kelly, my, so my mom looks up an article. And she's like, I can't, I need to read this. And then she's reading it out loud going like, oh my God, I am just, I am disgusted by what I am reading. This is, I cannot believe this. And then she tries to give her phone to my sister to say, Kelly, you need to read this. And Kelly goes like, mom, I will read it. But first I need to get a croissant. Not, yeah, yeah, that that just sums it up. It's like, look, I will care about the the struggles as minorities face. But first, later. I need a breakfast pastry. It's important. So, um, Afton, good job getting out to vote, everybody. Uh, Thank you for not being selfish about it. And uh, you two can email me your comments, your questions, your booby pictures, whatever, uh, to manhorpod at gmail.com. Now, uh, you know, Alexis, I'm sure you'll, you'll tell them where they can find you in a bit. But, you know, one place they can find you that we discovered last night hotmovies.com yeah yes uh, i was curious i was like oh, do you, i wonder if you have got videos on there and she does wait you shot with evil angel yeah oh it my was God, I super loved, celeb yeah it was with um tommy pistol and honestly that you was shot like, with tommy pistol yeah oh we're like we're, t- we're twitter buddies oh nice yeah we, awesome. we do the dms <laughs> yeah aiden star filmed that uh on behalf of evil angel in marshmallow girls 3 that's one of my favorite scenes it was really fun yeah. I know that you guys probably won't care when you're jerking to it, but like the set was great. <laughs> I'm still convinced there's really only three couches in porn. Yeah, they're all white. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, it's the same three the whole time. They never switch them out. Um, but yeah, so you've got, we, we searched on hotmovies.com where you can find just hundreds of thousands of porn videos where you can ethically and affordably pay for your porn. Uh, there are like 38 matches and there are all these titles where we got, we got, you know, heavy duty fuckers number three. Why weren't you a number one and two? I don't know. I just didn't get there in time, I guess. Big and busted. I club. like to wait until it's like sloppy 
seconds. You like to wait until it's scale busting babes 56. That is correct. <laughs> She's like, I really want to make sure this series is like, you know, going to be lasting. Uh, it takes about 55 episodes before I'm like, yeah, I think this is a thing. That's a Rodney Moore film. And Rodney Moore is like still going strong. And it's impressive because he's been doing porn for basically forever. You got my big fat lesbian adventure. You got uh, chubby maids. Oh, that probably is a cute outfit. Uh, I make a great maid. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Mm. Uh, we got like the bigger they come, extreme plumpers, plump throbbing pussies. Sometimes I'm just like blown away by titles of porn <laughs> in general. Fat shaved snatch two, going for the alliteration. So many ways you can watch and jerk it uh, to her on hotmovies.com. Uh, if you want to be able to have access to her and like a just a sl- basically every other porn star that exists. Yeah, there's so much porn on there. Yeah, if you're just like, I don't know what I want. I want to always have my options open. I highly recommend getting some minutes over at hotmovies.com. It's a pay-per-minute site. So you buy like 300 minutes for maybe $30, and you got plenty of porn viewing that you can feel good about. That's a really good deal. Yeah. I mean, what your I mean, your membership site is like twenty dollars a month. Which yeah, is or if like, like you bought a custom video for me, it'd be like a hundred dollars for ten minutes. Yeah, and here you could get like hundreds of minutes for like not much. You yeah. get about like a dollar a minute. It's not bad. That's legit. And it trickles down into the industry, so it trickles down to the people who created the movies in the first place. And you can get twenty free minutes on the house for free when you sign up at hotmovies.com slash bonus and use promo code manhor. 20 minutes is enough time to come a few times, in my opinion. And now for this week's guest, Rosa Escandon. Rosa Escandon. Hashtag Rosa is hot. You know her. You loved her. You demanded more of her. And so I brought more of her to you. Uh, my my dear friend and fellow stand-up comedian uh, joined me where we talked a lot about, honestly, the queerness, uh, marriage, weddings, Second wave feminism in a way, you know, a lot of fun stuff. I think you're really going to enjoy her. But before we get to Rosa, Alexis, where could people find you and jerk it to you? You can find me on Twitter at Alexis Allure. That's Alexis with three X's. Mm-hmm. And you can also enjoy my website, thealexisallure.com. Fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, everyone go check her out on the interwebs. But for now, why don't you go ahead and enjoy me with... With, I'm going to try this rolling of the R's one more time. Rosa Ascandon. I was going to be like, yo, can y'all like uh, bang after the uh, the recording? I had to pee. Oh, okay. I just (laughs) thought you were going to go jump in the shower with him. I was like, oh. No, I already, I showered before you came over. Yeah, but I I, I didn't think you needed to shower. I thought you wanted to, you were going to go. bang it. I'm not a shower sex person. You don't do the shower sex? Nah. Why? I think it's stupid. Why? <laughs> Just because I'm very tall and I don't often date tall men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's an issue with heights. Like you have to be, a you know, at the right levels for shower sex because you have to stand up and there's nothing to grab onto. I'm you, you, need that, you need to have the right like uh, proportions. proportions. Yeah. yeah. Like some people. It's just like when you do the like facing each other. Uh, standing up sex i'm just like who does that yeah just like it's a thing that happens in movies a lot but honestly if you're not the exact right sizes it's not gonna work in your real life and 
can't get behind that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, I am glad that I'm here with a hashtag Rosa is hot. Rosa is condone. It's weird that you let me talk that much about my, my hot takes on height uh, before you're like, hey, this is the person who's this episode is. That much was under a minute. It was, uh, oh, wow. It felt I'm so sure you- much longer. <laughs> <laughs> my ideas are so dumb. That's not sort of dumb. I think it's a common one. I, I like the idea of shower sex is often more practical and enticing than the shower sex itself yeah well and we you know we're at my apartment right here in beautiful williamsburg new york and uh i have to say the like the whole like our shower is not a great shower okay (laughs) because we're poor still like (laughs) one day we'll be rich enough to have like a really great shower but this is just like an okay shower Mm -hmm. and an okay tub uh and there's no like as long as i live in new york i'm not sure if i'm gonna have money to just have a really sick bathing area all i want is a really good bathtub like a really good bath i want a bathtub where i can take actual baths and relax in his mom has like lives in new jersey and she has one of those bathtubs that are like huge and like deep and like it's not quite um like a hot tub bathtub but it's like a it's like a jacuzzi of sorts probably yeah it's like it's just it doesn't have the vents that i would associate with like a jacuzzi but it's like super deep and super giant like multiple people could easily fit in that bathtub and i'm like hell yeah that's the kind of bathtub experience my grandmother who lives in reno nevada uh has one of the bathtubs with like jets and stuff like the ones where you actually like it massages you while you're in the bathtub and every single year, me and my mother for like every holiday would just get her bath stuff for years just because how much she's obsessed with that tub. I would be obsessed with that tub, too. I was obsessed with we had a bathtub. We had uh, so when I was at Desire Resorts, go Ooh. to manorpod.com slash desire to book your stay. Hey, girl. Um, <laughs> it, I can't. This right. is, is my smarmy. Uh, it's the from, hey, girl. That the hey, girl. Like, hey, girl, you know, you like. Mexico. <laughs> Mexico swinger places. Yeah. Desire resorts. <laughs> uh well they I had a fucking jacuzzi in my suite. <gasps> oh my god, was it the seventies when you went? No. no. And there was like, There's you, swingers and you, you in room jacuzzis. You could have had six people it. comfortably in it. And you probably could have fit some more. It was sick. That's like the coolest thing to me. Um like Every once in a while, I'm like, if I ever get drunk enough, uh, I'm going to just book a vacation to like the Adirondacks and go to one of those like weird 70s motels that have like, yeah, we got a hot tub in the room and you know the hot tub's not clean, but I would totally, I'm like, hell yeah, let's get that. Or like a coin operated vibrating bed. <laughs> yes, a circle one. Oh, yeah, like the one in The Sims. Yeah, that's cool. That's I'm always the it. bed I got. My character in The Sims was the vibrating the love vibrating bed. bed. I, I was a big fan of The Sims, but mostly just because I wanted to build houses. Like, I didn't care about... I wanted to build people and build houses, and it's I didn't... It's the true dyke in you. Just be like, I just wanted to build some houses. <laughs> Gonna build some houses. <laughs> my video game... My favorite video game is the one where you just build houses. <laughs> that's me. Oh, uh, why don't you and my ex just go like... Like build houses in my bed all over again. Oh, uh, did I ever tell you that my ex built my bed? I've built so many people's beds. Yeah, but like, has it been like? A, have you ever emasculated a partner by do, by building the bed for him? I don't. I'm trying to think if I've ever built up. I've built like all of my friends' former roommates' uh, uh. like beds. I don't know if I've. I didn't build the bed that is in this apartment because mm. Sam moved in before me, so the bed was already built when I moved in. Okay. But 
a boyfriend Sam. Should I not say? Should I say his like a cool secret name? I feel like that's a podcast name. Oh, you tell me. It's your boyfriend. <laughs> it's my boyfriend. He has the most boring name in America. Like anyone could be a Sam. Any but gender, he, any person. Uh, but he's also got an Emmy, so you know <laughs> he's got an Emmy. He's <laughs> it's, got two Emmys, uh, and he only displays one. Well, he's we like, haven't gotten the second one. That the win was this year. So. Have you decided where the second Emmy will go? He for a minute was like, I might not pick it up, and I was like. You no, you what? Will, no, no, we could have two Emmys. <laughs> He's like, well, I won, I won two Emmys. He's like, no, 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 babe, we won two Emmys. We need to have what? Because the Emmy is already such a conversation starter in the house, and yeah. when I get drunk with it, I do take some portrait mode photos with it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, but if we had two, imagine mm-hmm. the possibilities. <laughs> Did you? Were you out there when he won the first Emmy? So your your boyfriend's a producer. We'll just can we say that. Yeah, just he to does give TV context. stuff. Yeah, let's just yeah, he's a TV, TV stuff. He's a TV guy. It's it's not the, the it's not the televised. Sure, uh, so, Emmys. It's so, like the <laughs> the creative arts Emmys. It's like right? yeah, it's like the but, the but sports. Emmys. When he went, when he won that, the were you out there when he won it? When did you go out to LA with him? No, no, no. Well, for the cre- like for the ones that aren't televised, like most people don't even go to a ce- like for some of them there isn't a ceremony. Okay, and like most people wouldn't. Go- There's like a okay, lunch. Well, the, but- the first night there was an Emmy in the house. Did it alter the sex at all? <laughs> Did yeah. you go like I'm gonna fuck him a little harder because that Emmy's Emmy. looking at me? <laughs> uh. I- no, but also because he so he picked it up at work because he didn't go to like a ceremony. He picked yeah. it up at work and he would had biked to work that day, so he also had to bike home with like holding a giant Emmy box, and that's not sexy. <laughs> I think we can both agree a man biking on like an old mountain bike that was since stolen, uh, like with a giant box is not how you're like ooh my very impressive boyfriend. Well, it's also the difference between like between looking like you haven't you won an Emmy and looking like you're delivering an Emmy. Yeah, it's like he's postmating an Emmy to you. I almost feel bad that we're talking smack about why he's taking a shower right there. He's yeah, like, he's, he's gonna, great. He's we gonna like gonna him. Come out at some point and be like, are you guys talking about? This? It's like yes, there's an Emmy in the house. We're always gonna talk. About we're gonna it. we're gonna talk about something, bitch. No. So so uh, so you got this boyfriend. I do got a boyfriend. We've been together. Honestly, it's been over two years now which is in fucking sane to me um just because like it's my longest relationship ever okay. i've never been with someone for like even over a year so well that's not i had a we weren't together but i did like i had a guy in college that like i fucked him for like three years mm-hmm. but like man were we never together uh and we broke up like every two weeks like every two weeks it'd be like you're important and then it's like no <laughs> I do. He sucks. Uh, yeah, I haven't had a relationship over two years either. My uh, sister Morgan, uh, this this is weird, and I've been talking about it recently, and I can say it now because it hasn't happened yet. But okay. by the time this comes out, it will. So it's it safe. will. Have, so it's fine. Yeah. So this weekend, I am going out to San Francisco into like Northern California, where I'm from. Yeah, to see her get proposed to. Yes. The boyfriend was okay. like, called the family, was like, look, she doesn't know. She thinks it's a birthday weekend thing. So she invited a bunch of like friends up there. Uh, but I would love it if the, both our families like went and surprised us when I asked her to what marry if she me. She says no. She's not she, going to no, say no. No, no. It's, no she's going to say it. She would have said yes six months ago. It's, yeah. I always it's worry about when I hear people who are like, it's a super, su- like, I guess all proposals to some extent are a surprise unless yeah. you've like really talked it out before, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't think uh, you should ever surprise really anyone with a proposal, but um, fully. But it's always like when the like when the stunt is crazy enough, right. I'm always a little bit worried. Because what like, if they say no? Because <laughs> like if it's just you two alone at like a restaurant and like okay, fine, like no harm, no foul, no one sees. If it's on like a jumbotron, it's like oh no, we're getting we're, it, no, it, too many that, people. It, then it's and like oh, you're gonna trend on YouTube. <laughs> oh, you're gonna trend if it goes bad. And then it, the worst is like uh, all your family and friends because like. Okay, sports people, who gives a fuck what they think? They're right. sports people, okay? Wow. Yeah, I said it. I'm taking them down Me a peg. Me and the other nine members of the Fan or Fantasy Football League are very offended. Yeah, well, you, that's what it's called, Fan or Fantasy Football League? Yeah. There, there's a funnier pun in there. I don't know what it is. Everyone has to, Everyone's team name is supposed to have like a sexual pun or like a, a dirty pun to what's it. Your, what's your pun? Mine's not sexual this year, but this year it's uh, Adrian Beats' his son. There's okay. a player, Adrian Peterson, okay. who's who, like a very, very... Who beats his son? He he got like suspended by the NFL because like he... And he basically he got arrested for like he was hitting his son with a switch as a uh, disciplinary measure, which right. in the South it's, was a thing that they do. Sure. It's also 1860 uh, for him. And you have to remember that. that sure. I'm not, say, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just giving the context. Even owning a switch after 1900 is insane to me. Right. So, uh, so he is his son with that. And like he got. And the, anyways, there's a thing. And his name's Peterson. So I do. I had another one that I was really proud of. Uh, last year, there's a player named Cam Newton. Yeah. And in one of my leagues, my team was a. Uh, Cam Newtown Massacre. <laughs> Jesus, what is wrong with your football? Mine would just be like... <laughs> my- <laughs> Jesus. Mine would have been like, I don't know, like something about like gridiron... Something. I don't know. Whatever. I just like would go. I'm not great at puns. I'm not a pun comic. Uh, but also, I would say uh, the only sports news I have given about in years is uh, gritty. Um, the <sighs> best mascot to be introduced in whatever <laughs> my old state, Philadelphia. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, state Philadelphia. State, you're doing great. Uh, I'm honestly, I'm a, I'm a Ivy League educated. Ivy everyone. League educated in Philadelphia, the state. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, so my sister's getting proposed to, right? Yeah. And my issue is that, like, I like him. I like the guy, but uh, they've been together less than two years. Ooh. I think there will be two years, like around. How New Year's. old is she? She is turning twenty-eight. Okay, I'm okay with it if you're at. At like a certain, like I'm not. A, if you were like she's 22, I'm like ooh baby, no. right, right. But like 28, I'm like all right, well. I I'm guess. literally the only one I have talked to about this. I've talked to so many people, and I'm the only one who has like any sort of issue. They're like, you don't like the guy. I'm like, no. If he asked me next year, I'd be fine with it. But I'm just like, why don't you see? I don't know a full congressional together? term. Yeah, they live they together, live together. But you don't know how you celebrate February 29th yet. So like, why don't you do that together as a couple before you? Should I ask my boyfriend? Hey babe, how do how are we gonna do leap year? Yeah, I think it's a valid, valid thing to think about. I don't no, know. Watch no, a summer no, and winter Olympics together. Just just see how that goes. <laughs> see both of them. Here's <laughs> the thing with the winter Olympics. Yeah, you got the luge, but you also you also got the crazier one, the skeleton, which. Uh, Honestly, oh yes, yeah, I'll watch that all day. And the Summer Olympics—that's that's when you get synchronized diving. Well, I don't know. I'm just like, like I said, I—I—we're I, I, children of divorce. I'm just like, let's just settle down a little bit, slow your roll. I hope it's just not a quick engagement. Like, I hope I don't. Their wedding isn't next fall. If it's yeah. in, like, I would like their wedding to be in the summer 2020. I will feel comfortable. Yes, this is about me and my comfort For, about their, their wedding. Yeah. Yes, I. Honestly 
honestly, I don't think I could plan a wedding in under a year just because I don't want to kill myself uh, anytime soon. Like every bride I know who had a short engagement is also like the stress is at 45. Like it passed 11 and mm. it jumped all the way up the fucking scale. Cause I don't know. I think I went to a friend's wedding, um, like a, like a couple weeks ago and it was like very nice and it was just a dinner and like it wasn't, like it wasn't like a whole big thing. They got married at city hall and then they just had like a nice dinner, um, which I really liked. But at the same time, I know I'm going to be an insano person. And when I do get married, I'm like, actually, I do need a white dress. Like I think something in my head will flip because I've never been like the weddings girl, but like something will happen to me. <laughs> I know. I like, I feel it. I'm like, Oh no, no, something's going to be wild here and I'm just going to. Do you like a wedding hashtag, I guess? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what is up with the wedding hashtag? That is it. a new thing, and they're dumb they're and also so sometimes brilliant, stupid. but still stupid. Yeah. I had, um, a, like, I mean, I won't use the actual hashtag because I don't want people finding her, but like, um, <laughs> she was marrying, she's an acquaintance of mine, and she was marrying a guy who's Brazilian. Uh-huh. Like, not from Brazil, like, like, he's ethnically Brazilian. And her, it, her, she had a wedding hashtag, and it was hashtag her name, her first name, and then got a Brazilian. I like that one. I, I, I was like, this is... but Okay, but imagine trying to explain that to your grandmother. Like, hey, grandma, this is our wedding hashtag. <laughs> no, because first, first you have to explain hashtags to your grandmother. So I guess that's true. Maybe my grandmother would want to know. She would see it and mm-hmm. she would be like, so what is this? And I'd be like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> nice. Yeah, did you notice that I farted on the ground? <laughs> 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 Very comfortable. <laughs> it was more to something I did not know. Was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your ba- your boundaries are very interesting. <laughs> My boundaries are nothing. Yeah, um, just like farting on podcasts, <laughs> peeing with the door open. It's just like okay, I'm gross. Um, <laughs> you didn't know I was gross. One, two, I hope the mics caught the noise. I and hope so too. I hope I really, that's my one wish. And I'm, if not, <laughs> can you put a fake sound in? Now, if that is your one wish, Rosa, <laughs> if that's all I have to do to be like a good friend, I will do that. As my boss and friend, I have one request <laughs> and it's that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the, the hashtags. Uh, let's, let's, Sorry, wait, some dumb hashtags. Some, I don't know. Those, I've heard. There's one I saw on Facebook say yes to the Jess because her okay. name's Jess. Or there was uh, my my cousin's was recently, and I was the only one really using this hashtag, and I was kind of pissed about it because I really went for it, and no one else yeah. did. But it was uh, the, her last name was Snow or Snod Snodden. S- Snodden, okay. Sn- I think like, they would call her like Snow, but not without like, the W. Yeah. Okay. But so SNO, and then our last name is Persida. So their hashtag was a uh, snow goes pro. Yep, hate it. Hate it. Or uh, I hate all wedding. Ha- and here's the thing: I can tell you right now, what my wedding hashtag would be. Uh, oh no, I shouldn't say that because then I've said his whole name. <laughs> it, yeah, up to you. why not? I feel like he'd be mad if I said that. Never mind. Well, I have one in the vault. And uh-huh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to get married? No. No. Well, maybe. I probably. I don't know. I'm not. I'm 26. I'm not worried about it yet. I'm mm-hmm. 25. I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Are you okay? Are you broken? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> My body's rebelling. Um, 
the no, no the notion I'm, of marriage. It, no, I'm uh, I'm 25, and honestly, like I'll I think I'll probably get married someday. I think I probably, but I. But you'll not. do it for some sort of like snide reason, like oh, we're just doing it for the tax benefit. No, I honestly think we might be like, wow, we're in love, but. I'm not going to be the one, like, super, like, I need that ring, bitch. Like, mm-hmm. I'm neat. Like, that's not – I'll probably get – yeah, probably. I, I'm i not against marriage. One of my mothers is uh, very against marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I have lesbian moms. You need that for to make this make sense. Uh, but <laughs> one of them is, like, super against marriage. Like, it's like, why would you ever get married? And I'm like, I don't know. Didn't you? <laughs> it's like – No, she never did. Oh, they never did? No. Well – I don't know. I think it's fine. She got married, like, uh, to keep someone in the country at one point. <laughs> like, citizenship marriage. Yeah. <laughs> but I won't say her name. Because um, <laughs> that's illegal, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's but, kind of a felony. Well, here's the thing. She's like, they're not married anymore. Like, he had, he's a citizen now. They're not. They've been divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, he, she, so I don't think she can get in trouble. But, um, yeah, no, she, like, got married like just to be like hey this guy's not gonna get deported uh they were both they're both gay uh so like they couldn't get married at the time this was like back in the 90s yeah so or like we didn't even have like civil unions in california which is weird because everyone was like well the gays are just gonna like you know use marriage to like abuse it and it's like we can we can be gay and abuse marriage, marriage. even if you don't yeah. let us we'll probably do it, do it to each more other. often because i think part of like their rationale was like well that we can't get married to anyone else anyway so like why not? Two husbands this? and two wives will just do a little swap yeah, and just be a wonderful sure. friend swap thing. Friend, yeah, why not? So yeah, so she she did get it married, but like for not marriage reasons. So she and she's the anti marriage. Yeah, she's one. like not. She's like marriage is stupid. Why would you ever do that? Okay. Um, my other mother got married for love. Uh, like to a woman right before, and also like love, but also uh. The timing, like they had not been dating for very long when they got married. Um, and part of it was because they thought Prop 8 was going to pass. And they were like, this is the only time we're going to be able to get married. Right. Um, which it did, which like, I guess, good foresight on that one. But it was also like, so they got married like a quickie marriage right before it was. And it was strange because for like two years, I think about, they were like the only, they were like part of like 10,000 couples who were the only like legally married gay people in california right. because they couldn't annul kind those of a marriage. gay status symbol for that yeah. time period Be like oh we are we're uh, legally married <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, we love yeah. gavin newsom it was a it was a hot time uh <laughs> to be a lesbian in california i guess well, so. so now that was going down when you were in high school yeah so what was that like to see uh Prop 8 going down as a California resident and being the daughter of two moms? Like, yeah. what, what's that like? What, what's the message to you? Well, I think the thing was at that time, all of like people who were in the LGBT community or like family of like, like these types of families, none of us thought it was gonna, like, none of us thought we were gonna get it that soon. Like, we were all like, yeah, Prop 8 is gonna definitely get overturned like everyone thought prop 8 was going to get overturned they were like those fucking southern like southern california often like is very republican leaning so like people always blame it on like you know like the middle and the southern part of california and people were really like yeah it's gonna get overturned people were trying really hard for it to not but i think a lot of people like believed that marriage equality would come in the united states but not at that time like back in two that what 2007 2008 that we were like, nah, it's not going to happen, right? And certainly, I think people were like, it'll 
it certainly, even if it happens in California, it's not going to happen nationally for a long time. Um, and I think that was just because people had been burnt before kind of thing, you know, like it wasn't, a lot of people were like doing like commitment ceremonies. A lot of people were doing like civil unions. And then there was kind of another side where people were just like, we don't need to be like straight people. Like, Mm -hmm. don't do this. Like, why would you care about their stupid, you know, I guess like their stupid traditions. It's not our traditions. We're different. We're queer. And, and I think all camps had good points, but generally I was happy that it was passed just, just to feel like, okay, so this is something that's real and happening. And like, that's good. Even if you don't want to get married or you don't want to conform, it's great that people have the option if they want, you know? Yeah. But when you see like the whole state is like potentially, you know, voting against your family dynamic, like what's, I don't know. I think what people, is that that a conversation in your house much or? Yeah. Well, and I think even like not the conversation, it was just like, we weren't, like growing up in you know i've I'd said it i'm 25 years old um and are was, you sure because you seem unsure years old. so back when i was 30 45 years old and um when i was growing up like as a kid there were so many less rights so like marriage equality was great but like i think a lot of people who are about my age were like oh they already don't like us like it wasn't a new thing to be like oh, people are voting against your family. It's like people were always sure. voting against it. So it was one of but those I don't know things. how cognizant you are of that when you're like nine. I was pretty cognizant about it because my parents split up. Like my my mothers are no longer together. Wow, and proof that lesbianism can't work, everybody. Yeah, right it's proof right there. Um, they, yeah, they, they split up when I was fairly young, but it was it caused a lot of like custody issues because one of them was not legally my mother because she couldn't be if they like my one was just like you can't have two moms like and that was just like okay well now just just because i'm dumb and ignorant and i know yeah. you've explained this to me before and i'm just an idiot yeah. uh do you have genetic material from both no. parents no that's just that's from, also i don't think we even have that now do i don't we even have the I have technology no i don't think so fucking idea i don't think that might be one of those things that we just got the technology to do but i don't think anyone has that it's yet. like well we can give little missy your left arm yeah and then the rest is going to be Martha's. Um, <laughs> no, I only have uh, I only have genetic material from one, and one, then right. my father, who's very chill and very cool, mm-hmm. uh, he's just like a, a cool guy who was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll. He's not. My parents didn't even like end up using like a sperm bank. He's just like a family friend. Right. He's also my father. Uh, <laughs> he's v chill. Okay. Yeah. And so, so, but it was a conversation in the house because of the divorce and and the and the custody and yeah. Well, I think that's when I became cognizant of like my parents don't have the same things that other people's because like I had a lot of friends who had divorced parents, but like I was very cognizant that my parents weren't divorced because they weren't married because one of them couldn't have custody. Like that was yeah. like things that I definitely understood from a younger age than like was probably like I think other people probably was like I don't know my yeah. parents. Like, oh. other kids are just like i get two christmases and you're like well i don't like well I, we yeah. need to fight for the right for gay for families family. to have two christmases one of my mothers is jewish so there was <laughs> oh, never no. gonna be two christmases it's it's okay um but yeah no i think i like i was pretty cognizant and like they're great now but they were definitely like at odds when i was a kid more mm-hmm. and like knowing that like one of them didn't have rights was something that like i knew you know like that one of them like wasn't 
you know, because you can't go into like a normal, you know, custody court even really if one of them isn't a legal guardian. Yeah. Like that's not thing. It's like you just have no rights to this child. In a way. Yeah. So it was definitely something I like understood in that way, which I was like, oh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when 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 did you first get explained to or understand what your family dynamic was? I don't think I think it was one of those things that happened organically. No one ever sat me down and was like, this is what your family like, which is probably a good thing in the end, because I don't need to have that conversation. But um, one of the times when I was so when I was born, my mother wanted everyone to buy her like books for the baby, like, you know, buy a baby book, like, you know, and she got like six copies. I remember like multiple copies of this book called Heather Has Two Mommies. Which was like a very well-meaning early 90s book about like, family can be anything. But I remember my mother fucking hated that book. Like she was like very against it. You could tell uh, which presents were from the street friends. Yeah. "Ah." (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, when I was a kid and I know my mother had straight friends, I don't think she had that many because I don't remember like she got straight friends because I got like, I was born and other people had babies and, like, they got closer because, like, oh, let's have the babies play together. Sure. Like, from, like, work friends or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I don't remember them having that. My Gl- Gloria, one of my mothers, had some straight friends, I remember, because she had, like, a cool, like, f- work friend group that she still hangs out with today, which I think is beautiful. I'm, like, I <laughs> I love that she's had the same friends for, like, 30 years. Okay. I think that's great and short. And they're mostly straight. Mostly. Not all of them. But I was like, hey, look at that. She has some straightos. (laughs) Good for her. Yeah. Uh, And when, and you are a, uh, you are a queer person yourself. Yep. Yeah. When, uh, when, when. They caused it. Don't let, don't let the gays adopt. That's what I'm saying here today. Or (laughs) force them to adopt and make everyone fabulous. Yeah. Make everyone gay. Oh, I never said I was fabulous. (laughs) Stop. Don't make me sing. Just look, I'm, I'm trying to practice being more likable and friendly. So, (laughs) come on, you know this. Um, (laughs) but was that ever like, uh, you know, was there ever any, I don't know. Like, did you ever like wonder, was there like a causation? Like even when you're like in your teen years or something? I remember in middle school, um, a lot of the kids like called me Dyke. And I don't remember if that was because my parents were gay or if it was because, um, like, uh, my first kiss was with a girl at a slumber party. And both are fair reasons, certainly, um, (laughs) to be a little shit. And, yeah, I remember like being like, oh, I knew that like, but I wasn't the only kid even in my school with gay parents. It was California in the 90s. Lesbians love children. Um, and redwood trees. Uh, and trees. Yeah. And Subarus. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if it's like nature versus nurture. And if so, I have both. So you would never be able to. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Um, I. It was one of those things that I think I came out earlier because I saw, like, I saw that that was an option. Yeah. Though my mother was not super happy about it. I really? should say that. A lot of people think I grew up in, like, a queer utopia where, but my mom was like, she's come around. It's not weird for her anymore, but she has always been like, I hope you marry a man. Like, why? I, I think it's, I joke, I have a joke on stage where I'm like, she just doesn't want me making the same mistake she did. <laughs> but, like, I honestly think part of it is like, she's an older old school lesbian and older school lesbians i think also are like if you're bisexual like why wouldn't you take the easy way out like why 
if you're if you are a queer person if you're attracted to both men and women like there's an easier way out of this you don't have to do this and i think our generation is more like be yourself like never limit yourself like do whatever you want and i think her generation because they remember so much of that struggle that came mm-hmm. with being and i mean there's still a lot of struggle today don't get me wrong especially in like a, especially today <laughs> yeah especially today <laughs> yesterday man that was a rough day for trans americans anyway um but whenever this comes out two weeks ago who knows anyway but um yeah, no, there's still a lot of struggle, but I think our generation doesn't see that in the same way as her generation. Like, there's, we're two very different types. Like, my mother, God bless her, but wow, she is sometimes, like, she still doesn't understand trans people. Uh, oh, she one of those, like, second wave kind of turfy feminists? She's not because she doesn't, like, she, she, be- like, thankfully, she believes, like, everyone should have rights. Like, she's not, like, exclusionist, but she certainly doesn't know all the words. Like, she, d- Tur- Triff, tiff. I'm trying to take out the exclusionary part of turf. Yeah, I don't know. She's definitely, she just doesn't, she doesn't know the words and she doesn't know which words she can use and which words she can't. Oh gosh, so they, them is just all sorts of confusing. Oh, she's like the kind who's like, is they, they, them? So I have to say they're multiple people. And I was like, all right, mom, like just respect people's pronouns. And she's like, it's just so hard for me to say. Like I'll do it in front of them, but when I'm talking to you, like I'm just going to use she or like just that's what I know. And I'm like, no, mom. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> um, we have a lot of those kind. But, oh, man, I have that fight often. We'll get to that later. Yeah. No, and I think that's that's one of those things, though, that, like, she, you have to remember that she's still a 50-year-old white woman. <laughs> like, she doesn't... It's not that she, like... Doesn't matter how much pussy you eat. Sometimes you're just still a 50-year-old white woman. Like, sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, you're not going to get all of this on your first try because it's hard and you feel like you've lived your whole also i think there's part of it where she's like i struggled so you guys could use they that like Mm. i think there's a little bit of that in there she won't say it as like as freely where it's like you know i did this so but and she i think she's getting better yeah like and i and i definitely tell her like you know you can't say that or you can't say this (laughs) like she's like i thought that was the preferred term i'm like no like she still has all of that stuff um, she's like what Tranny's just such a cute word <laughs> yeah the, honestly just, kind of like she just doesn't know that like it's like no because also i think i honestly think that the whole trans and gender experience has been lumped in with sexuality in a lot of ways because it's like oh if you know like that's part of that and i think it's great that that community like our community encompasses both but there's two very different things when you don't feel attracted to people versus you don't feel like you're at home in your body and mm-hmm. that's like two wildly different emotions and i think we're getting better and i don't think we're there but i think we're getting better at being like okay we're gonna try to include that community but i think in her generation it was still like really like there's lesbians and then there's everyone that else. kind of yeah. stuff yeah oh. and she doesn't yeah or like everyone else and like her knowledge and her understanding is really rooted in like like bisexuality was a little hard for her like trans is gonna be hard like gender non-conforming like you yeah. know like pansexual like those are a lot of words that came out after she came out yeah 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 so or you know and she's like she's not i'm not buying any more flashcards. okay i came out i did my fight i don't want to learn new things yeah it's i mean i think i think now imagine the, what it's like to deal with like straight parents trying to oh yeah it, no, right you know parents. it's like Phew. Um, even the well again these are like our parents are like seem sound like they're like well-intentioned but like not just don't like learning new things like they are treating say like 
they them pronouns the same way they treat like what is this this whole smartphone thing? What uh, is that about? I'd give me my flip phone. I liked it. It was simple. To be fair, my mother <laughs> got a smartphone before I did. She's really good at that. So, so I she's don't understand change, yeah. why she can't <laughs> do the other ones. Yeah. If you're an early adopter of a of a smartphone, like mm, you can handle like she's new not pronouns. That old to like she's in her early, you know, early middle fifties. So like she's not my other mother uh, is like sixty and she's actually a lot She's a lot more hip and groovy when it comes to like uh stuff, but she I think she also kind of I, I say I have lesbian moms, but I think she's actually more of a queer. Like I think she's queer. Like I think I, I say lesbian. When you're tell when you're what yeah. I mean, all I'm hearing is there's a chance. There's a chance. She, <laughs> and that's well, and I think all I heard in my head. I always wondered too if like she had, hashtag Rose's mom's hot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I think there's also part of it where it's like she, she I think if she had more access, like if she had been born in my generation, yeah. she might have like been more on a spectrum of sexuality and like even like leaning towards like maybe not it being like being an aromantic person or like I think mm. if she had more words to describe. Asexual or aromantic? I'm actually not sure. And get to it a little, little yeah. later. Oh, no, down. no, no. Not that I'm not sure about what those terms mean. I don't know no, 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 which no, no. my just, mother would I know, be. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, get to it later. I want, I want. Yeah. So, no, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I think if she had more terms, like, she would have been, like, a more, like, queer, like, something, like, who like, a, whereas I think at the time she came out, it was like, you're a lesbian or maybe bisexual. And sure. honestly, I think she's... I don't. I think she would be more bisexual than lesbian, and I think she would probably be more queer than bi. But like, sure. I don't know if she had all those words when she came out sure. in the seventies, like, um, or whatever. So, uh, speaking yeah. of the, the the words, a lot of people, and this is a question I definitely get, and I'm sure you, I, I'm sure I'm sure you get. And yeah. what to you is the difference between bisexual and queer? And if you want to. Make it hard and throw pansexual in there. But like, how do you differentiate those terms? I I always think of it as kind of a question of form and function. I came out when I was 14. And mm. this was a lot. This was kind of before like the movement of saying like, you know, this is what, 11 years ago. So it, we weren't saying we didn't have I didn't even have all those words. Like this was back when it was like LGBT. Yes. There was no Q. There was no plus. There was no P. There was no I like none of that. I there was LGBTQ and like maybe cooler people or cooler places like New York was like had like talking about like what it means to be pan versus bi but like in Oakland California like we had these ones and your mom was an L and you're a B and <laughs> you, and you know you got some fake uncles and they're G's and uh, <laughs> that's about it uh, hey uh, welcome and yeah we didn't have like I I, I think because I came out as bisexual, I'm just like, I'm bisexual, it's easier. But I really, any of the three words, I think is the same function. Like the form might be a little bit different, but the function is all like, hey, I, I think some people are like, ew, you say bisexual, it's because, um, you know, because you believe in a binary. And I'm like, no, I don't think there's a gender binary. But I also, you know, biannual doesn't mean there's only two years. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but now, now is it every other year or is it twice a year? That's confusing. We don't um, know. There's no way to tell. <laughs> I've looked it up. Literally. Could, it's both. It's both. It's both. Figure it out. Yeah. They, uh, them. Is it singular? One person or many? It's both. Figure it worry. out. Yeah. Figure it out on your own. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think if I had come out like later and I had been 
like around things, I might have come out like with the word queer or the word pansexual because it's a better word for describing it. But because I came out as bisexual, I think I, I don't know. It's just like, that's the word that I use. And I think also because I talk, uh, when you're talking with older people and I like every guy or like girl I've dated had straight parents. Yeah. So like, you know, being able to be like, well, I'm bisexual. Like Rosa, she's bisexual. It's a word people have heard. And I, maybe I should change it to queer. And I think about that sometimes, but I don't think you should unless you feel better with it. But I also don't really like even I don't really get I I have my guess. I have my personal the way I use those words. I know how I try to differentiate them from each other. I don't know if that's a universally accepted definition. But I also don't think there is one, which I think is what is so difficult about the people who are well-intentioned. Like, let's say your mother, my parents, uh, a lot of friends we probably have where it's like. You want to say the right things, but you don't know what the right thing is to say. And yeah. also it keeps changing. Not even just it, it's a thing and then it changes to another thing. More like five people will tell you different definitions for the same, same. word at the same time. It's like, well, look, I'm trying, but if y'all can't figure it out, then don't make me change my language. So like you guys have your convention yeah. and, and fit in decide, which it's difficult. Um, yeah. but also, you know, fucking just say the thing. Um, like yeah. I, 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 I always say you can't go wrong with queer. Whenever, can't get wrong with queer. When anyone is ever like, unless I'm you're s- me, then people are going to be like, no, but not you. But and not, I'm like, not that in, not that but inflection. But there's a thing in my soul. Um, <laughs> well, here's the thing. When people are like a queer, it's kind of like saying a Jew where even if it's the right way, you're like, uh, where it's like when it's like oh this person is queer you're like oh wonderful like oh i thought you said i thought i was alluding to like you said anyone could kind of be safe calling themselves queer and i'm just like except oh, for me no, no, no. I people think... would be mad um, oh no 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 i think you can't go wrong calling up like other like when you're like hey yeah. is your friend into men or women women and you don't really like know what the thing is uh, some kind like, of queer i don't know like, dude oh she's queer like where it's like I don't think you should say she's a queer. That from you, that sounds weird. That's what I'm saying. Not you. Other people can say it. That one. Don't say the a. Don't just. Get, it's the same with like when someone says like, "Oh, my friend is Latino," versus "My friend is a Latino," and you're like, mm, "One of those." I mean, both sound grammatically accurate. Both grammatically accurate, but one feels weird. With, with I don't know, like with bisexual, I've always. Uh, Try to just go like, oh, I don't know. I guess like pansexual is like just being more inclusive for saying like, hey, I'm into like all the parts on all the people and bisexual maybe is like more like, yeah, I may or may not be in the trans people. But uh, yeah, I think that may have been true at some point. I think now it's hard to keep track. Yeah, honestly, into like this is something I had a weird realization. Like most of the women I've been attracted to actually are trans men. And I did not know it at the time. But like, um like a like a pre-transition trans men yes so like i've been into a ton of trans men like a ton like a surprising amount of trans men not like in a weird fetish way because i didn't know it for most of them but like through our conversations and like talking more i've realized a lot of the people i'm into are trans men okay um which uh at one point i was like should i like stop saying bisexual because it feels like i'm discounting like, but then I was like, well, they're men. So I don't know. That's still 
Yeah. Five, like, I don't know. Whatever. Were the, I'm did, still did, into men. <laughs> like, these, that doesn't change anything. These dudes, did, did, did these dudes at some point, like, transition while dating or hooking up with you? Or just, like, after you guys stopped or broke up, then, like, layer down the line that, that it would turn out that that's what was going on? I've had, yeah, I've had a lot of, like, women I was either into or, like, dating or whatever who uh, later came out as trans men. Um and I've also had uh, been into guys and like when I got to know them more have told me that they are trans. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe I'm also just like not I just don't care enough about gender for like for me. If someone says they're a guy, I'm like, oh, a guy. Like, and you're I just like, don't. I don't care. You know, I'll get surprised or not by whatever is down below. But like I'm into this. Is that what you're saying? Well, or just even like if someone tells me they're something, I never I'm not the person who's like, really? But they have such a high voice. Like that's not sure. even something well, that I, I would think of. I don't think no, really, but I just go like, oh, there's a dude, but I'm pretty sure this dude's got a pussy. Like I can. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I just I just don't maybe have I'm just thoughts, maybe I'm just conditioned. Well, I'm just an ever curious person because I'm just like, I want I don't know. I think I'm always perpetually half wondering what people look like naked or when they're fucking so i'm just trying to complete this scene great i'm glad that it's uh don't worry i'm objectifying gross. everybody um <laughs> that's that's how you make it in this business that's the george carlin way no. um but just the idea of like uh i don't know but so so when you talk to a dude and he's like i'm trans is there a reaction do you go like oh is that it's not we honestly it it's not it's never been weird for me mm. and I don't know if part of this is already being a queer person. So it's not like, and I want to be very careful with this because I'm really big on like trans dudes are just dudes. Like they're just dudes. Like, but at the same time, like it's not, I think a lot of people don't date trans people or are scared to hook up with trans people because they're like, well, how, how do I know? Like, what their body looks like. And for me, I don't care. I'm just like, I don't, that's not, we're not having that conversation. I don't care. Um, cause you, but that's also cause you like both sets of genitalia. I guess. Yeah. And I, I guess part of that is like the caveat is the function of me being queer will make it. So I'm not freaked. Like I, I allows, literally it, won't freak out. It allows um, you to not even need to find out. As in a, yeah. as in a, someone like a straight man may want to be like, Oh, this is a woman. But at some point that dude's going to kind of want confirmation that there's a, pussy involved unless yeah. that dude is just into feminine women and doesn't care what's going on downstairs yeah and i think we're getting i i have a couple friends who are like trans and like into like the sex work community and a lot of those people um like there is like a weird thing that like you make a lot more money if you're like a pre-op trans woman oh absolutely and yeah. it's one of those things where i'm like okay like this is I think there's a at one level you're like is this a fetish is this a thing but or do we not care and I don't I like I don't really think I can speak at all to the trans experience uh, but just like learning from them like you know like hey this is something that a lot of people are into I'm like cool like I don't know I think there's a space for it so I just don't care uh, I'm not in the into side I'm just like meh yeah <laughs> it's like you're in the you're in the uh let's just get naked side so. yeah the let's i'm very whorish so i'm just trying to go on that down that route so let's let's part yeah um, well how's two in being so whorish how's two years of monogamy treating you it's honestly kind of crazy because i i had a little bit of i had like a wild early 20s and like n not in like a bad way um at all but like i think i'm a very like naturally flirtatious and person I was a little bit at first I was I was super scared of monogamy but honestly now it's fine. 
I was surprising how fine it was. Like I'm not mm-hmm. clawing out the walls. And you I'm have like your house. Surprised. You have your boyfriend. You have your yeah. Emmy. Yes, our Emmy. <laughs> That's that's the only other woman in the house, if you know what I'm saying, Billy. Uh, no, but yeah, I don't know. It's a. I was really at one point I was worried about it, and I was in a serious relationship kind of right before we got together too. Mm-hmm. But it was a really bad serious relationship. Like it was that other comedian, right? Yeah, and but that one was like had some openness to it. No, no, no. He was he was super possessive in a in just a jealous person not in like a way that was ever like abusive very common or criminal. of the short fellas yeah just like more of just like he was just like a very like oh like he was you know very like i never want you to cheat on me i never like very jealous in that way yeah and then he cheated on me so i was like fuck you okay <laughs> anyway okay. that's why we broke up was what was monogamy ever a thing that you two had to discuss as someone who says like yeah that used to scare you with sam yeah. Well, we weren't monogamous for like when we first started dating and we had to have a conversation like when like to be like, okay, now we're monogamous. But yeah, honestly, with the one before that, it was just implied like we were and honestly, it was like I was, you know, I was mm-hmm. like, we're in this. So maybe coming off a bad relationship, I was like, oh, this is what a good relationship looks sure. like. So I'm not scratching at no walls. <laughs> do you well, do you miss being with women? No, all right, whatever. I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping at some point we, uh, I can do like a cool thing like, hey, we should have a threesome and then just like get a woman. In. No, I'm kidding. But, um, you're hoping you can maybe indulge at some point. No, no, no I'm, I, it doesn't really matter to me, honestly. Okay. I, I don't care enough about that kind of stuff. About uh, what kind of stuff? I, Sex? Like, no, no, not that. I do care about that. Or but variety. Just like, yeah, like, or the idea that it's like, I think a lot of people who are bisexuals uh, or like pansexuals, queer women are like, well, if I don't have sex with a girl like enough, then like, am I not this anymore? And sure. for me, I just don't don't see it that way. And like, that's not part of, I guess, my experience of like being queer is like, I'm like, I'm I'm in this for life. I'm sorry, but uh, like we could get married tomorrow and I could have never have sex with another person. And I'm oh, still queer. So yeah, it's not weird for me in that way. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's uh as a as a closing thought? What's it like being friends with Billy Persida? Is this your last question for me? Is yeah. what's it like to be friends with Billy Persida? Yeah, we're we're gearing up towards the end. <laughs> and, and well, because like you're very obviously very uh, outspoken and feminist and use all the right words and uh, have strong very smart, opinions. Very beautiful. Uh, really a dynamo. <laughs> every, every, what a wonderkind. <laughs> uh, and then you have this this fuck face uh, who's. <laughs> A <laughs> friend person. Uh, my okayest friend. Uh, You're okay. Oh, God. I my okayest friend, Billy Prasita. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I don't know. I I honestly, I am surprised we're friends sometimes. Like, I don't know how it happened, certainly. I know. You know how it happened? Yeah, I went through my first of three breakups with my uh, with my ex, Paige. And uh, and uh, you, you uh, saw that online and tried to comfort me. As I watched whatever like deaf woman horror movie on Netflix, so I was I like drunk at home no, watching that, really, and you were DMing we became, me. That's not. I don't think that's when we became friends. I feel like we were already friends if I cared about your breakup. Uh, okay. Wait, I, <laughs> I don't know where it really originated, okay, but that's why yeah, I thought no, it was. I, that's fine. We can call it that. But like, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, like we must have already been friends at that point because I cared enough about your break. Or at least, like, I think, weren't friends. you going through a thing? No. 
Oh, maybe that was when I was breaking up with Carlos. I think, Actually, I yeah, think it that's may have what happened. happened. I think that's what it was. Yeah, okay, we were both going through a breakup. Yeah, I, I mean, sense. I think that's why you were reacting to it because you were also, also going, going through, through it. A breakup. And we oh, weren't okay. that tight. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. Rose is the enemy. And then, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that feels that feels like a fair. I was like, what a sad. Context. I'm sad. I also like um, that you're like, yeah, I'm surprised I'm friends with him sometimes. No, well, okay, I'm not surprised that we're friends now. I, It is a little bit, that makes sense because it was like, well, how did this happen? Sure. Is, and I say that in a nice way. Yeah. In my nicest way. You can't see my face. I'm so nice. Thank you. Um, yeah, because I think, I think, uh, this is a have, place you uh, yeah. can just be honest. It's no, fine. I have worse friends. Like, I have, like, worse... <laughs> That's a way to put it. I have, like, worse people friends. Like, I have some friends who I know are, like, bad people. Uh, like, and you're, like, I think a chaotic neutral at best. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're at worst? Wait, at best or at or worst? at worst. I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, we'll see. No, a chaotic neutral. Yeah, because it's, like... <laughs> God knows what he's going to say. Some of it's going to be bad. Uh, but, but like how bad is it that he's just saying a thing that probably was whatever? For, him, for you, I think you try on the things that you care about. And I think you're kind of a monster on the things you don't care about. But everyone's kind of a monster on the things they don't care about. Yeah. Because that's where you don't learn. You're, just like, eh. you're a monster about the NFL. And I'm just like, how do you not care about this? How do I not care about I'd care about that's people kneeling for the anthem and that it's a it's a great protest and i care also about cte because i'm a downer i i <laughs> I'm like a the, downer. i like to think of you like there's a group of people there's a large swath of people who stopped watching the nfl because of the you know uh people kneeling for the national anthem in protest of police brutality not protesting the anthem and the military yeah. which was something a military member a green beret told colin kaepernick to do in case you're one of those people too, it's fine. Um, I like to think that there's a lot of people who stopped watching because of that, but I like to think that there was a new audience of people who started watching the games for the kneeling, but they only watched the kneeling. So they're all like, oh, we got this really high ratings for the first five minutes yes. of our broadcast and then a drop off. Um, and there's like, yeah, no, we're just like really into watching the kneels. Sports, <laughs> sports ball is so stupid. Yeah. The uh, sports, the points, who cares? I just want to see a good social justice I protest. I like a. I like a good social. Di- no, I played volleyball when I was growing up. Sure, sure. Uh, so I have, I know a sport. Yeah. But- I know, <laughs> I know one sport and I watch basketball sometimes. No, okay. And, uh, you know, let me tell you about the Olympics. This, this synchronized uh, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. No, um, so, so I'm a chaotic neutral at, yeah. uh, at worst as in that there's no, I'm not doing a net negative. I just say, you some say shit. some fucked up stuff sometimes, but at the same time, I feel like if someone would, if someone pushes you where it's like, Oh no, that that really hurt my feelings. Like I feel like you understand that. Like I I think in comedy there's a ton of men who say fucked up shit to say fucked up shit and then when you're like, "Hey bud, no." Um they're just like, "Well, free speech." Like when we first met you were a little bit more like that, but you, I'm I feel still, like you've softened. I'm st- like a big old butter boy. <laughs> just a bit so. of a big old cuck beta boy. Um yep. uh the ultimate really cuck right. It. The cuck returns. Uh, ultimate. The cuck returns is going to be my first, first. comedy album. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So I can. So people just start searching. searching. Like, where was the, the first, first one? one. Um, yeah, yep. you know, you know, that I'm, is the first one. I am still on the side of uh, comedy. Like, is it funny? Takes precedence. But and I'm also a big fan of the. You have to say it to know if it was funny or offensive. Yeah. But then it's a matter of like, how do you react to the criticism? And I think that's the thing I'm learning how to do is how to react to, to, I don't like this. And it doesn't mean I necessarily have to change 
from it, but how but I respond to, listen yes. to it. Which I think that's honestly yeah. Allow me to cut you off as I tell you how I got better at listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's I think that's the thing with a lot of male comedians. You're like, hey, this is messed up, or mm-hmm. like, hey, just like backpedal a little bit on this, or like not even backpedal, but just like, uh. I don't know what you're writing. Don't worry about what. Oh, um, you're writing things. It's uh, I need to read. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, if if like I'm like, hey, that's messed up. I hate this. I understand that's a very confrontational, and a lot of people like don't don't. But Res- like, yeah, respond well to that. Yeah, but I think also on the on one level, we ha- when someone's like, hey, I hate this, this upset me, you're also, that's not something that's funny then. Maybe it's funny to other people. Maybe mm. there's an audience. But I think when you're being told like, hey, this goes too far, you should also think of that as like, well, what does that mean about co- the comedy that I'm making? Yeah. Because I think most times when someone tells you like, hey, this is super fucked up, it means they also weren't laughing. Like if I laugh at a joke, I'm probably not going to say shit. If I don't laugh at a joke and I feel like you're just saying something to say something, I'm going to be like, hey, that's real messed up. And I think I think that's one of those things where it's like, okay, if someone tells you, if someone's thinking of your comedy that way, then probably you should look at that joke again. Because it's not and maybe it's because I'm too sensitive, but I've been doing comedy for a couple years now and man have I heard everything. Like there's no time where I'm like wow, he just like went really too far, but it was like just because I'm so sensitive, like, no, I'm, I would say I'm a social justice warrior, but that doesn't mean I'm sensitive about stuff. Like, I'll let you get away with a lot until it's, I'm like, hey, bud, <laughs> no. So I think I have a little bit of a reputation of being like, what an outspoken feminist. And I'm like, listen, if you're getting critiques from me, it's not funny. And that's why I like uh, having friends like you. So because because well, you are funny and have this side. So when I go to you and you give me a piece of feedback, I am trusting that you've already weighed in whether or not something's funny yeah. and if it offsets potentially offending people. And so like I can trust an opinion of yours rather than some blogger with 14 followers on Twitter, I don't know, you know, so it's yeah. uh, because bloggers rarely funny. So it's just I'm not going to take their advice on comedy. I do. Uh, <laughs> I do a, um, and I know you're trying to wrap up, but I do. I have to say I do a fair amount of comedy that I would say in its own way is like pushing an envelope on yeah. like, is this acceptable to joke about? Um, and like, I try to keep stuff always punch up, always keep it to your own experience. Like, don't Ugh, talk about punch shit. Up. Punch well, up. That's next uh-huh. episode. We'll fucking try to <laughs> discuss that term. Yeah. But, like, those two things, I'm like, punch up, think about people. Like, it's not hard. Like, it's not, like, I do a ton of rape jokes. I do a lot of rape jokes. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, it's sensitive. It's sensitive material. It's, thankfully, it's something I know about. And it's, like, it's personal, but it's also, like, hey, like, don't make fun of other rape survivors. How about you? Like, yeah. it's not that hard to like think at all. Just like, hey, I'm going to do something that maybe is pushing people's boundaries, but isn't fucking terrible. Sure, sure. I'm not going to be a douche to be a douche. I'm not going to be a douche to be a douche. Yeah, that's not. I'll leave that to Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. Well, Rosa, uh, thank you again for thanks for chatting. And if you enjoyed Rosa, uh, there is a wonderful uh, bonus episode available to my $10 and up fan whores on Patreon that came out, uh, I think, a month or two we ago. We talked a lot about rape. Talked a lot about There's rape. A lot. If you were like, hey, this episode didn't have enough rape in it, uh, you got to go, go check Patreon. out that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Rosa, where can people find you? On uh, You can find me on social media. It's 
private right now, um, but I will let you follow me and maybe follow you back. It's on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Human Comedian. Um, you can also find me at RosaEscondone.com. Uh, Escondone is hard to spell. Uh, yes. So sorry about it, but um, you're smart people. Uh, and maybe some of you know enough Spanish to know it's just what it sounds like. Uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Spanish is not like English. There's no G's in the middle of anything. <laughs> well, Rosa, thank you so much for chatting. Uh, I want to say goodbye to everybody. Okay, bye, bros. <laughs> I'm going to go say goodbye to your Emmy. You're going to say goodbye. All right. Also, me Sorry. and my boyfriend. <laughs> hey, Sam. He's doing jazz hands. He knows. All right. Uh, goodbye, you stupid horse. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Oh, now I understand why y'all were uh, were demanding that I get hashtag Rosa is hot back on the show. Uh, go check out Rosa Escandone and the lovely Alexis Allure out on the interwebs. I'll have their uh, respective handles in the show notes. Los Angeles, yo. There's only a few days left to get your tickets to Man Whore Podcast live in LA. Head on over to manwhorepod.com slash tickets. And hey, if you show up to the show with one of your exes, you get a free drink on me. Just be sure to say something to the person checking you in. You know I love getting your emails. You can send your comments, your questions, your boobies on over to manwhorepod at gmail.com. Of course, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at TheBillyProceda. Become a member of our fan whore community on Patreon to get access to exclusive bonus episodes and to join sex-positive discussion groups. Membership begins at just $1 a month. Am I not worth $0.25 an episode? I think Rose's episode was at least worth $0.40. Come on now. Head on over to patreon.com slash manwhorepodcast to cash in on the rewards and to support the podcast that you know and love. Head on over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Podcast. Want to support the show in a more selfish way? Spice things up with your relationship and book a vacation at Desire Resorts or Temptation Cruises. Maybe you just want to try something new. Maybe you just want to be in a sexualized environment. Maybe you're a veteran swinger. Who knows? Go enjoy the all-inclusive, beautiful view, clothing optional, Desire Resorts down in Mexico. You can browse your options and book your stay at manwhorepod.com slash desire. I also get a nice little kickback, so it's a win-win for you and me. And hey, you know what you can do when you're down at Desire Resorts? You can stay slutty. You can be half naked right now. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be. All right, you you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, say some things one more time loudly. Uh, these are my things one more time loudly. I feel like that was like no difference. <laughs> no, it was no difference. Okay. Yeah. How about now? Is that better? You, you try to like you're like shouting at those kids at the sh- uh, the street. <laughs> what's what's your voice level at like with them? <laughs> I can't think of it now, but I can try to be louder. Is that better? Good. Okay. That's a lot better. All right. I'll think of being on film instead of just on mic. That can help.
Yeah, you're more of like a visual performer than yeah, an audio performer. Not really true. doing a lot of the like erotic audio recordings. Not really. I mean, I do fun sex sometimes. Ooh. All right. Okay. 